Welcome, Switched On crew. Dan here with today's signals around living in a spirit of adventure. With me is Trav Bell, the bucket list guy. He's an author, speaker, and more. A great quote from Trav in the episode, what's easy to do is easy not to do. Come join us and enjoy the show. Welcome, everybody. Today, we have Trav Bell with us. He's the number one bucket list expert and founder of The Bucket List Coach, and he's also the author of The Bucket List Blueprint. He's on a mission to help 10 million bucket listers. I love the goal. Welcome, Trav. I'm excited to have you on the show today, and I'd love for you to give us a bit more background than the intro. Yeah, Dan, super stoked to be on, mate. Uh, Thanks so much, and g'day, everyone as we say in Australia. Uh, g'day, everyone who's uh, watching and listening to the Switched On podcast here. Um, yeah, mate, I, I've uh, I've been running around the world as the bucket list guy after someone called me the bucket list guy about 10 years ago. And so primarily as a speaker, um, a certified speaking professional and, and as a coach and, on, and now an author, which is kind of kind of weird <laughs> to call myself <laughs> that after I put it off for so many years, but I had to, you know, Ticket off my bucket list, uh, and also yeah, founder and founder and CEO of Bucket List Coaches. We've got certified bucket list coaches in what twenty two countries around the world wow. teaching teaching this stuff. Um, you know, and, and it's really what this stuff is is primarily positive psychology. You know, helping people be um, happier. You know, positive psychology is essentially. Um, you know, the science of the psychology of happiness. So we've just, you know, sort of uh, put put bucket list as a brand over the top of it to make it more tangible. Um, and But essentially it's about helping people, and people really freaking need this right now, is uh, yeah. helping people, um, you know, f- experience more meaning, more purpose and more fulfilment, more gratitude in their life. And, and that's what it's all about. So I've been sort of doing this, for 10 years and I think right now it's a perfect time for this this message to get out there and help people kind of recalibrate on what that is for them, for them to define what that is for them, to stop living by this default and live by design, stop just existing and start living. There is light at the end of this COVID tunnel, Yeah, <laughs> I, I hope. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, it, it's, it's really, it really has helped a lot of people recalibrate on what that is for them. So everyone's out there sort of defining defining what it is for them and their family right now. Yeah, I, I, I do hope that we get on the other side of this uh, very soon myself. It's uh, no. a strange, strange time to be uh, fighting our way through. It's amazing. Isn't it? It's, the, um, it's, it's crazy town. <laughs> yeah. As I was getting familiar with your message and, and the platform you speak from, one of the things that I liked was this reframing of bucket list in my mind. When you said bucket list is a tangible life plan. And yeah, I'd love yeah. to kind of talk us all through a little bit about that reframing. Cause I hadn't thought of bucket list that way, just based on the yeah. movies I watched or the, you know, the inputs. Oh, look, the, you know, and I, you know, I've done the, the Ted talk, which is, as you've watched a uh, lot, it's called life's too short by me, Trev Bell. And in that, I introduced and unpacked a concept called the My Bucket List Blueprint, which is what the what the book is all about. And um, I 
I say a bucket list is a tangible life plan where our career plan or our business plan should fit into our life plan and not be the other way around. So really what we're doing here is bringing home that work-to-live principle. You know, I don't call it work-life balance. I call it work-life blend, and that's what everyone's trying to also define for themselves right now. What is my ideal work-life blend? But I think, you know, it, it has helped so many people over the last 10 years. And I've built this, I, I, I kind of built this whole philosophy, I guess, to help the former me. I went through a bout of depression, albeit mild compared to what I've, you know, what I've heard since. But I, w- I was in a pretty dark place myself. And so wanting more freedom, wanting wanting to, you know, um, have more happiness, fulfilment, meaning, purpose in my life, I kind of built this whole bucket list philosophy and lo and behold, it was to help me initially, but then lo and behold, it's helped a lot of other people in the process as well. And really, I want to wake people up before they get given a use-by date. The movie, the bucket list movie is shit because it's about, and I've based my whole career on it, <laughs> it's shit because it's about two blokes that get given a cancer diagnosis and then they write their bucket list on the back right. of getting that use-by date. So I, I, that's just dumb. And unfortunately, a lot of people have to be, you know, like the movie, they have to wait for the, something traumatic or dramatic to happen to them or a loved one for them to wake up and actually start experiencing their life. We're so busy on our daily to-do list that we forget about our bucket list until something goes wrong, right? Yeah, yeah. So, and, and don't think, oh, that's not me. Oh, bullshit, it is you. Yeah. And, we all, and we all do it. We have to wait for that level of pain to really kick in for us to reprioritise. We're so busy on our to-do list that, again, you know, it's like this weird badge of honour that we carry around with us, you know, on a day-to-day. But the thing is we're so busy on our to-do list but forget about our bucket list. And I, my whole thing is to help people um, not turn their world upside down, you know, not not like quit their day job and quit their business and go and travel around the world and be a digital nomad. Um, but it's a it's a it's around choosing happiness. It's around choosing things that that um, helping you put your own oxygen mask on first before you can yeah. go and help others. For being a leader in your family, to choose the things that that that. Um, that bring meaning, purpose, and fulfillment in your life. And why is because look at the stats, right? Depression, anxiety, um, suicides, youth suicides. We've even got this thing, Dan, called the loneliness epidemic now. It's a real thing. Google it. We know what a pandemic is. We well and truly know what a pandemic is, and that's pretty freaking serious. But an epidemic is close on its heel. It's called the loneliness epidemic. It's the adverse effect of social media. 89% of people are what they call disengaged in America as well. So that's 89 at work. So that's 89% of people who go to work every day are not into what they're doing. Right. So there's a lot of mental health issues going on right now. And this is our way to help, you know, maybe change the narrative, change the conversation around those statistics because I don't know, something's broken, right? And, and those mental health stats, that has a massive effect on families, has a massive effect on kids. Um, and you throw COVID in on top of that and lockdowns and quarantines and shit, it's like, dude, this is a, yeah, we're in a bad way. Yeah. Let's not sugarcoat it. So this bucket list philosophy is, is my way and now our coaches our way 
to to give people really to give people a framework to give people tools to see the light at the end of this tunnel to maybe change this you know um, them being a statistic because over the last ten years of speaking this stuff from stage I've seen the lights go on for so many people we've had people come off suicide watch we've come we've had people are just you know one of the things that I'm quoted on the most is people are dying at forty and being buried at eighty. Right. People are dying at 40 and being buried at 80. We know so many people that have this midlife crisis. I like this to be a midlife awakening, but they're just existing, not living. They're living by this default. Not by, you know, the lights have just gone out. They've got the mortgage, they've got the kids, and they're like, all right. Yeah. So the stat, see, the stats don't lie. Yeah. You know, you, 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 your podcast is called Switched On, and, and that's exactly what we're trying to do is switch people on. That, that life is really, you know, life is really short and we ain't got much time. There is no perfect time. There is no someday that ain't a day of the week. So that's the time to start living, you know, living your bucket list, let alone as you're writing it down and, and but living your bucket list, truly choosing happiness on behalf, you know, do it for your kids. Yeah. Be the kind of parent, be the kind of partner be the boss or a leader or a friend, but just do it for yourself and be the kind of person that is, you know, takes ownership over their life. Responsibility, accountability um, is not a victim to everything and, you know, blaming the world, using excuses or in denial. So this has helped so many people over the last few years, uh, over the last 10 years, and it's really cool to see it scaling out now through our coaches too. Yeah, it's it's neat. I know in the YouTube when... On, on your TEDx talk, when you put up on the screen the 80 boxes yeah, and you basically said, you know, half of those boxes for you are already gone. And I know, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I love the, just the, the subtleness of that exercise sends a really good message. So it's not designed to be subtle. It's meant to smash in the face. So yeah, yeah. You know, the, the fact of the matter is, you know, like the, the shit thing about being a speaker, Dan, is you only get, you know, you only only get, well, in a TED talk, it's only 18, 18 terrifying minutes. <laughs> I, I did that TED talk in front of 2,000 people, right, 18 minutes, at four cameras on me getting filmed, and on a three-by-three three red dot. And if you've ever seen me do a keynote presentation, I run around like an idiot. So me being on three-by-three three red dot, I was like a cage monkey. But And if you, if you watch it closely, you'll know in about four minutes I start to do like I was super nervous. But it was on my bucket list. You know, I ticked it off in front of 2,000 people, which is really cool. The point being is, you know, this... When you're a speaker, you get a little bit more time. Normally, uh, if I go to a conference, it's 45 minutes, maybe to an hour and a half. And am I going to change someone's life in an, in, in an hour? Probably not, you know, but you've got to use things like this, and we call it the life grid. You've got to use things like this to wake, wake people the fuck up, you know, yeah. like straight up, man. Like you've got you to shock them. I'm not trying to be a motivational speaker because that isn't motivational. That's depressing. Yeah. Like this is about reality and even worse, and just for context too, if you're listening to this, guys, we're holding up, I'm holding up a, 
a sheet, you know, a page in my book. It's called The Life Grid. It's 80 squares, a 10 by 8 grid. And it basically represents 80 years on earth, which is the average age of death is 79 for us guys and 83 for, for, for girls, right? Let's call it 80. And I get people to cross off, as I did in the TED talk, cross off the ones that have been alive. So if, if you're 40, half of those squares on that 80 square grid are gone. Better yet, then I ask three questions. So it's already depressing when you're looking down at that 80 squares and half of them are gone. You go, oh, shit, how am I going to live out my next 80? But the fact yeah. of the matter is, you don't know when you don't know when no. you're going to be you're going to be knocked your pitch. So to make that matters worse, and just in that TED talk too, I asked three very poignant questions. One. I asked the audience, imagine imagine sitting up on stage and asking 2,000 people if, and I've done it more than 2,000 people, I ask them, all right, does anyone know, anyone in this audience know anyone who's been di- diagnosed or died from cancer? And you got like 2,000 people putting up their hand. <laughs> yeah. And then I ask them, okay, how many people do you know have been diagnosed or died from cancer? Show fingers. You know, and, and you got twos from the younger people in the audience up to up to tens in the older and so 2,000 people, and then I have a, everyone look around, have a look at the audience, everyone's going, wow, you know, like this is, this is full on. And I say, okay, of those people, how many of them made their 80 squares, their 80 years? And then you see sort of fingers and <laughs> zeros and ones and twos maybe come up. And I've done that all around the world for the last 10 years and I know in that moment I've got their attention. Now I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it as a show. I'm not doing it to, you know, anything else than getting people to actually wake up and, you know, get switched on right, right then and there. Is to go. All right, guys, this is reality. So when is a good time to start living this bucket list? You know, let's let's start creating a list. Use the my bucket list blueprint framework, and let's start having a crack at this thing. Because you don't, you, you just don't know when your time is up. Yeah, yeah. No, that's great. It's, uh, I know it. It definitely has me uh, die and jump in and fill out the rest of my 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 blueprint. So I, I love the concept of it. Another thing you'd mentioned that I mm-hmm. that I really liked the uh, concept of was having an adventurous mind. And coupling mm-hmm. that with your blueprint, I'm interested to hear you speak a minute I- on that. Yeah, yeah. I guess an adventurous mind. It's it's um, to explain that a little bit further to go deeper. Like this isn't just about ticking a whole bunch of cool stuff off, and it's not just about travel. Travel is only one category. And a lot of people think bucket list is all about travel and going right. to fucking Machu Picchu and Australia yeah. and all that sort of thing. But that shit that shit requires a lot of money and time, right? A lot of money and time. But that's why a lot of people don't even write bucket lists let alone goals, because they think that bucket list is all about travel and expense and that's it. The, and you need a lot of resources to make a lot of these things happen. So that's why I created the blueprint is to help people kind of go north, south, east, west in their own brain and help them extract and articulate a personally meaningful and, and holistic list, a lot more holistic than just travel. It's a 12-letter acronym, my bucket list. And what it does allow people to do is identify other things outside travel that they could put on their bucket list, right? Mm-hmm. So you'll get really low-hanging fruit, things that are really easy to do and some that are, that I'm doing five things at the moment, right? Not right now, but I'm, I'm doing five things at the moment. 
and, and so um, that cumulative effect, that compounding kind of effect, um, starting with the small ones that are easy to cross off, gives you the momentum and motivation to smash through the bigger ones. But that's what people need. They need a mo- they they need to get over the in- initial inertia um, to gain some momentum, and that gives them you know hope. That gives them the motivation to smash through the bigger ones. So that's the cool thing about how it's helped a lot of people. It gives people that early, you know, early wins. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I like so, your, Oh, go ahead. Yeah. But this thing, this whole bucket list concept is not just about taking a whole bunch of cool, cool stuff off. It's really about how um, each person reverse engineers every aspect of their life in order to make this stuff come to fruition. It's really about the the, gro- the growth of you on the journey towards these self-imposed destinations. But more importantly, adventurous life, adventurous mind. It's really about the person that exists on the other the person that exists on the other side of your bucket list, and that's the person that we don't know yet. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's that's called our potential, and you know, I wouldn't be a coach. If I didn't, if I wasn't passionate about, and you're the same, mate, and that's why you're doing this podcast, is you wouldn't be, you know, we all, we, I want people to to step in and, and, and get curious and get it, you know, choose adventure, um, get passionate, get obsessed about about seeing what you're really made of before you, before your time's up, you know, experience yeah. more of your own potential because when you, you know, positive psychology teaches us, when you experience more of your own potential, because part of our innate human behaviour is growth. But a lot of people stop growing. They stop being curious. They stop seeking their potential more and more. They go, you know, they get to midlife crisis and they go, oh, yeah, that'll do. <laughs> and then they become a statistic. Yeah. And, um, and because what it does it puts fire in your belly. It, it 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 puts a smile on your face. And the Dalai Lama said, "Happiness is the meaning of life." You know, so this is what that's the whole reason behind it is to help people get curious about how they can have a more adventurous life, and and to seek it, choose choose this. You know, um, deliberately live it, live intentionally. That's what it's all about. Yeah. You know, it's it's exciting to hear you talk about it. And uh, we did last year, towards the end of the year, we actually sat down and intentionally designed. We were like, we were looking at it and we're going, okay, we want to do <coughs> a couple sports that we can do together and we can also do for a long time. Yeah. And so we picked up uh, Frisbee disc golf. Oh, and yeah, we, nice. And we picked up uh, tennis. Yeah. <laughs> and it's been great. Neither yeah. one of them costs much money, totally no. accessible, and we're learning two new sports, and, and yeah. we're having a blast doing it. And yeah. it, it was uh, intentionally designed. So I, I love when I hear you say that because I feel the power of it myself. Yeah, <laughs> and, and it's about cho- well, it's about choosing happiness, really, isn't it? It's about yeah. choosing the things that bring deliberately choosing the things that <clears throat> bring you and. That's the great thing about this book. And, and when people get a copy, it's designed for you to absolutely abuse. All right. <laughs> I want to see it absolutely like 
um, dog-eared and torn apart and notes all through it because designed as a workbook. And what I'm doing is getting people to actually document their bucket list in this, take a photo of it, and then from an accountability point of view, send it to me. So, Dan, you're going to be doing that. You're going to be sending me your bucket list as well. And uh, and yeah. and that's how I that's how I turn I, that's that's how I kick everyone's ass from afar. Yeah, I know. I love yeah. that, and absolutely will do it. Um, yeah. You know, another concept that people want to do some people want to do some crazy shit, man. Like <laughs> I should see should see some of the shit that I've heard. I can only seen, imagine <laughs> experienced and what people want to do and have done over the years, mate. <laughs> Is, but, but in the in the book, I say, look, we've got a no judgment, no judgment zone. But fuck, I could tell you some stories. <laughs> <laughs> people, people really have gone right outside their out there out of their zone. Yeah, you you touched on a little bit, but you had a great uh, statement in in the TED talk around living by default versus living by design. And yeah. so much of what you've been talking about is is really living into that live by design mentality. But I really do. We see it everywhere. You know, as I know, you're aware this living by default. It's everything from I remember graduating college and I just jumped on the conveyor belt of go get a job. Just, you know, just got on that conveyor belt. And once yeah. you're on it, it's really hard to get off. You're like, yeah. you, you get all the things. You get the cars, the houses, the families, yeah. the, yeah. you know, the yeah. next thing you know, you're just, you're just buried in it. Yeah. Yeah. So. And yeah. And a lot, a lot of people, you know, like, um, and that's all well and good. Some people it, it just have, you know, that that's complacent with that. And that's <clears throat> Totally, totally cool. What I'm, what I'm not doing here, for those listening and watching, I'm not telling you. We're not telling you how to live your life here. Right. You know, we're not saying you must, you should, you have to, you need to, because that's all programs of, you know, that's all a, a comparisonitis. It's programs of, of comparison <laughs> against maybe my map of the world or right. Dan's map of the world. So I wouldn't be. Um, it's rude to assume that that my way of living is better than anyone else's. It's not. All this is is another perspective. And and the early check-in is if you are not happy, if you don't have, if you think there is, you don't have a lot of purpose or meaning or, or you're not experiencing a lot of fulfilment in your life, then it's worth having a look at this stuff. You know, it's worth trying on those glasses to see to see what that perspective offers. It's only another perspective. Yep. Right. And the fact is that so many people are on that treadmill in the rat race um, that are looking for a way out, but don't know how. And it's Groundhog Day. You know, it's routine and yeah. and and it's uninspiring. And again, going back to the statistics, something's fucking broken with the system. Yeah. yeah. You know, like I, you know, with this again, I, you know, we've helped people off suicide watch. We've helped people get off alcohol and drugs. We've helped, um, we've helped people just be happier. 
you know, and, and for the sake of their families, it, they've, they've just chosen happiness as a result. Um, and it's long-lasting too. It's not just a, you know, a rah-rah kind of seminar and, all right, I leave eight foot and bulletproof and go back to my shit life. <laughs> it's, it's um, and then it dies down. The, the bucket list concept has seemingly helped a lot of people um, over the years it reminds them um, and it's a check-in kind of system. And what I've built is a lot of accountabilities as well around it. So we've got a, um, a big group on, on Facebook called uh, Bucket Listers and I get everyone who, who's, you know, seen the message, who's seen, even seen the TED Talk, seen me present and, or read, read a book to join that and share their bucket list wins with a, with a like-minded community. Yeah. sending me their bucket list, you know, making sure there's some accountabilities built in because people need, you know, like if there's a gap from where you are to where you want to be, you need an accountability partner, whether it's me, whether it's you, Dan, or whether it's their Whatever, bucket yeah. list buddy yeah. or, or a tribe or community, whatever it is, you need some help on that journey. But maybe I'm just there, right place, right time for a lot of people, but, you know, the light has gone on. Um, for a lot of people over the years, it's been really cool, and yeah. Uh, and, yeah. and yeah, and it's and everyone's you know, uh, 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 it's I've been banging the same drum for ten years and still still helping people, so yeah. I'm not, I'm not changing. <laughs> no, no, we need it more than ever. The, yeah, um... and it's really has helped people through this whole COVID thing. Like, I'll give you an example. Um, we do a lot of corporate programs, and now we've got remote because of. COVID and everything, a lot of people are working from home and they've got a lot of remote work teams. And we've been called in to do, we've got a program called the Bucket List Life Plan. It's a 12-hour group coaching program. We do it for teams. And uh, because everyone's working from home, trying to maintain a sense of culture in a company when everyone's working from home is super hard. So we're getting CEOs calling us going and, you know, HR people, you know, saying, look, we we just want to we want to do a program online and we don't want to talk about work we want to talk about life because we're actually um we want to you know sort of engage everyone because everyone's looking around at different jobs and we want to keep them you know keep them tight and we're, we're worried about the mental health of some of them so that's again positive psychology really helps mental health you know, the principles of positive psychology. But this is it. Um, yeah, they, so so it's uh, it's been really interesting during these uh, during these times of lockdown because, you know, we're not going back to the old normal, not anytime soon. We're all redefining what our new normal is going to be. And that's exciting and scary as hell at the same time. So another concept question I like to ask is, um, if you were to have people walk away with one thing from today's talk, um, what would that be? I know you've mentioned a lot of things up till now, but you know, just that one core concept. All right. Here's a crazy, here's a crazy idea. It, you know what this is, mate? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a pen. I know it's so analog. It's so like eighties. It's a pen and this is, this is paper. I know. If you write, if you put pen to paper and you write stuff down, all right, I'm being sarcastic, 
If you oh. write stuff down, you've got a 42% more likelihood of it actually manifesting, of it actually showing up. 42. So you're nearly halfway there by just getting shit out of your head and onto paper. But what's easy to do is easy not to do. I want you to separate your bucket list from your daily to-do list and you do that by consciously writing it down. There's actually stats that prove that if you get uh, if you write stuff down like old school versus typing it into your phone or into a document online, it's it's more of a consciousness process. You've got to think it through a lot more if you actually write stuff down. Yep. So I need you to write stuff. I need you to just, you know, this is and this is just not bucket list. This is just goals in general, goals and loan bucket list items. But I want you to write. You know, obviously, I want you to you know buy a book, right? Buy a book, go through the My Bucket List Blueprint, unpack all this shit in your head and get it down onto paper, um, write it out, write it into the book, take a photo of it, and, and then at the back there's a link and you can send it through to me or, or direct message me on Instagram or, or one of the socials and I want to, um, I want to receive your bucket list. Your, I, want, I want to see your bucket list, okay, um, and... I want to make you accountable. I want to make everyone accountable. That's what that's that's what it's all about. And it, before I became the bucket list guy, I was in the personal fitness training industry for 20 years. And I founded and franchised a chain of personal training studios around Australia from one client up to tens of thousands of clients, over two million personal training sessions. So I can't help but be be that accountability guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's that's great. I it's it's amazing on the statistics on writing stuff down because I even I know myself I much prefer to actually get out pen write it down my retention is definitely higher yeah. the whole yeah. process of it uh, is just so much better but also what's easy to do is easy not to do right yeah. Yeah. and also when we write when we've maybe in the past written stuff down we've got also fear of success and fear of failure playing into it because People have maybe written stuff down before where they've dis- and they've disappointed themselves for not achieving that goal. So let's let's the past is the past. Deal with it. Don't let it be your future. Let's write down some fun bucket list things. And it, when you write down your bucket list, it takes into account smart goal. You know the smart goal principle, um, but it's very unique. You know, and don't compare yours against someone else's. Just do it. Write it out and send it to me. Perfect. Perfect. Well, as we wind down, the last question I ask on my show of everybody is cauliflower moment where you had a belief about something and you reframed it and you found out some, some new things or put yourself on a new path. Um, what resonates with you when, when you say that concept? Um, the, probably the first thing is the fact that uh, I was quite shy growing up. And I've gone through, you know, a, a bout of depression and where I've been in a dark place. Um, and it wasn't until I, I you know, I, because I, I, uh, coming out of personal, tra- you know, personal fitness training and I built a big business and, it, you know, and, but I had some toxic people in my life, stuff got on top of me. And I had to um, transition, you know, kind of out of that business. And then, and then I found myself doing this. But the story goes, is that 
um, instead of going on heavy antidepressants at that time, because I thought antidepressants was just a Band-Aid effect of, you know, to mask what I was really going, I, I wanted to get to the, the root cause of my psychology. I wanted to understand what the hell I was going through rather than put a Band-Aid over the top of it. So that's when I, for about a year, year and a half, I went to every personal development thing that you that anyone put on, you know, all the courses, coaches, mentors, but I had to force myself because I was in a bad place. And so I learned about positive psychology, NLP, life coaching, Akagi principle, law of attraction, all this sort of stuff. If you put a course on back then, Dan, I would have done it and run to the back of the room and upgraded. And uh, But it wasn't until a friend of mine said, hey, Trev, why don't you teach this shit at the end of about a year? And, and that actually helped me compartmentalise what I was going through and also justify the amount of money I spent. So I actually put on a talk. I summed up the courage, and I was shit scared, but I summed up the courage um, to put a three-hour public talk on. I had 40 people come along, and I started sharing about halfway through. I started sharing the fact that since I was 18, this is only 10 years ago, but since I was 18, and I'm 47 now, um, that I'd had a list to do before I die, actually written down since I was 18, before it was even a bucket list. So I started sharing this. It inspired the group at my first seminar. And then Joe, one of the participants, said at the end, how's all this list to do before you die stuff? It's really fired everyone up, got people really thinking. It's like a bucket list. You're like the bucket list guy. I went. <laughs> Light bulb moment. Went home and registered the bucketlistguy.com and I've been doing that ever since. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. And Whoa. so... And I've literally, you know, literally travelled around the world doing my bucket list. People pay me to speak about it. But more importantly, we've helped hundreds of thousands of, of people and we're on a mission now scaling out through our coaches to, and, 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 and it was, but it's been a, a reflection of my values, which is your internal rule book. And it's a, ref, you know, so look for the signposts. I think that's the cauliflower kind of moment. Look for the signposts. And, and if you've got a story within you, because we all have, um, I say this to a lot of wannabe speakers and coaches, if you've got a story, like a, 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 a tragedy to triumph kind of story, uh, you know, be vulnerable, be brave, be courageous, but tell it because the learnings that you can extract and then, and then teach us, others with, there's a, there's a whole bunch of people out there that really, really need to hear your, the richness of your story. You need to extract it. You need to get it out. You need a book or, or a program or, or whatever it is, a blog post, a video, whatever it is. But how dare you die with that story within you and those learnings within you. You need to get it out of you and you need to go and help others with it. Beautiful. Well, awesome. How can people connect with you uh, after the show today? Um, uh, yeah, Instagram, uh, bucketlistguy.travbell. Yeah, I think, what is it? Uh, what are, how many social media things we got these days? <laughs> I know the list just keeps uh, I think it's travbell the bucket list guy. If you put in the bucket list guy, you'll find me in uh, LinkedIn and Facebook. But, um, you know, I do want people to buy a book. Go to thebucketlistguy.com forward slash book. Grab yourself a book. I'll, I'll sign up. We've got a bunch more, bunch more to send out. I've literally just, it's just been released. That is the best guide. Um, 
and yeah, so uh, go and grab yourself a copy there, and then and then more importantly, I want you to send me your bucket list. And the weirder, the better. Beautiful. Well, I know I'll do it, and I'll put your contact info in the show notes for everybody as well. Sure, Dan. Appreciate your time today. It was great uh, getting to know you, and I love the concept. All right. Thanks, mate. Cheers. Cheers.